0: state of in the world Yo, what's up, home slices? Welcome back to another intriguing episode of the Community Corner podcast.
1: I'm Arnov. And I'm Nikhil. And today we're delving deep into a topic that impacts all of us financial literacy in the education system.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's, I guess it's a topic that's been buzzing around lately, and we're here to talk about it. So we're going to talk about financial literacy and why it should be a crucial part of the high school education system, what teenagers should know before stepping into adulthood, and how our public education system could make this happen, including implementation techniques, blah, blah, blah.
1: Okay, so why don't we start off this episode by addressing the elephant in the room, right? <laughs> I'm joking. The current gap <laughs> took me a second to understand. The current gap in financial education, right? Mm-hmm. So the question here is like, why are we memorizing things like complex math equations, you know, analyzing science pieces, physics, etc., but not learning basic financial concepts that technically we all need to know, regardless of our occupation, you know, filing taxes, etc., in the future. That
0: reminds me of that one meme where it's like. Like bro, I'm learning quadratic formula right now, but when am I gonna learn like taxes or like you know those people on TikTok where it's like day nine Damn. thousand nine hundred <laughs> of like not using the quadratic formula in day to day job? And I thought, yeah, we can laugh and joke about it, but let's actually talk about it, right? So, it should be a crucial part of the high school education, and I think it's really important, right? It's important because it doesn't always equip equip us with practical life skills. The stuff we were learning right now i'm in physics c yeah the stuff we learn is really really interesting but for 99 of the people it's not going to help and that's why we have specialized courses and we have mandatory courses things that we have to learn and i think financial literacy is something that we have to learn right it's like we're graduating with honors and calculus but struggling to understand taxes mortg- mortgages and investments things that we will have to use no matter what in the future
1: Right, and I think, you know, adding on to that, right? Like, these are things that really empower teenagers with the knowledge and skills to navigate those financial challenges in adulthood. But not only that, but there's a lot of soft skills, right? Like, the ability to just think for yourself, think freely on what decisions need to be made. And it teaches them lessons about practicality because, yeah, you might want to do a million things in your life, but you also have to think about the finances behind that and if this is really something that's attainable as far as a goal, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, with that, it's important to understand how to budget, save, invest, Um, all those things in relation to money and avoid common financial pitfalls right exactly i think
0: yeah well i just want to first of all preface by saying we're not going to be here and say quadratic formula isn't important we're just, because it definitely is in some aspects, and people who want to take the specialized courses, they will have to use it in the future. And it's always a g- good life skill to know how to learn specific things, right? We go to school not just to learn what we're learning, but learn how to learn. Mm-hmm. And that's so important, a lot of people don't grasp it. But what we're arguing today, and what we're gonna talk about today, is we have all these courses that were mandatory to take like math, science, English, um, history, but we're also saying, we should include financial literacy in mandatory courses because of its impact in our future, in our life in the future. Um, but obviously, getting to specifics, let's talk about the benefits of financial literacy and what teenagers can actually gain from this education in high school.
1: Well, you know, I know we mentioned a couple topics before, but you know, pretty much with the financial literacy course, what we can expect students to learn, especially in high school, is things like student loans, right, credit cards, and investments. And the reason why we want to cover these things is because these are things that they're going to deal with pretty much as soon as they leave high school, right? Like student loans, if they're going to college, that's a big thing. Credit cards and debit cards, those are things that a lot of you know people as young adults tend to get. I'm um, in investments, right? Whether it's through the stock market, whether it's through cryptocurrencies, whether it's through retirement funds, right? And we want to make sure that, you know, This younger generation of not only America but obviously across the world these populations are avoiding debt traps right and we want to help them build wealth over time and be better prepared for life's financial challenges Mm -hmm. and also they're gonna become a little bit more savvy with consumers and you know maybe even helps them develop a background in entrepreneurship
0: Mm -hmm. And that's like a good side effect but obviously not everyone wants to go into that but thing is a lot of people without this knowledge or just are like you know it's putting them in a very bad situation just because of their lack of financial knowledge and lack of budgeting, things we talked about, right? But we can sit here and say, yeah, this is good, this is good, this is bad. But how do we actually implement this in our school, like public education system? Because it's very tough to incorporate a change mm-hmm. in society when that thing has been built on by decades and decades of a certain way of doing things, right? So how do we implement this moving forward?
1: So I think there's kind of a number of methods, I think the most, the, the most like Thought of approach is obviously just implementing it as a course requirement. Mm-hmm. So a lot of schools actually, especially in the United States, offer a financial literacy course, but normally it's an elective, and that's kind of where this argument comes into play of, hey, maybe we should make this an actual required course. Just like, you know, you have to take, a lot of schools make you take four years of math, four years of English, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is that a lot of schools, have, a lot of states have actually mandated this. I think the statistic I read was about 20, of, 20 or more of the 50 United States of America states actually have um, a law saying that you have to take those courses to graduate and so Mm -hmm. i think for those remaining 30 states they can easily follow suit by just looking at the trends right you know those trends in some of those states of how it worked right what patterns what patterns are there how did this improve and so in texas we don't actually have that law but what we've seen is that there's a lot of statistics pointing to the fact that we have a lower financial literacy status you know there's a statistic i read online about that it was about six percent of uh overall six percent of people in the united states don't have a credit card or debit card but in texas it's eight percent and there's statistics like that that point to that yeah
0: i know texas has a very big rural population and with a high rural population there's also a very high chance of low literacy or low financial literacy rates um in terms of courses, obviously, in the recent past, we've had courses like AP Macroeconomics and AP Microeconomics that are being taught at schools, but it's still it's helping the problem, but it's not fully solving it because, first of all, it's an AP course. Not many people take it. It's not a required course. There are also there are many other history courses people can take, and it's just not very accessible. Only like a certain amount of schools offer it. Mm-hmm. So moving forward, I think it's very important to implement a mandatory once-a-year financial literacy course in some way
1: just to help with this problem. Yeah, and I think even aside from just courses, right, like there's a lot more things we can do, especially from a community standpoint, you know. Like if you've worked with the mayor or any type of politician in your area, you know that they can host things like workshops and community gatherings, etc. right? And I think one thing we can see possibly in the future, and I know a lot of people have done this in their respective areas, is hosting some sort of a workshop to develop those financial literacy skills. Maybe it's once a month at the town hall, right, in Frisco, Texas, right, um, we can host, you know, a workshop to develop their financial literacy skills teach people about debt you know income things like that how to manage an income statement etc and this is something i think that can make you know these things more interactive relevant and engaging because you're around people that you know it's optional and you're around people that you want to be around right and it's this is a really a little bit more of a simpler way to implement real world scenarios because things like implementing a you know a law or a you know state mandated course can obviously take a lot of time because that has to be passed on you know by one legislator to all the way up to you know the capital for for us that's in austin and that has to be weighed up and you know there's education agencies like the tea in texas that has to you know weigh in on that decision etc and that can take a lot of time exactly
0: um and bridging that gap is so important um and i think on that note it's time to conclude the episode thank you so much for joining us today on the community corner podcast we hope these discussions shed light on the importance of financial literacy in high school and spark conversations within you your friend group your family your you know whatever on how to make it a reality um i think it's important that we push this notion so people in the future can be aware of this but for now stay tuned for more episodes where we dive deep into pressing community topics business tech finance Until next time, thank you. you, Take care of your finances. And remember, the corner is where we all gather. Peace. Peace.